and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords podcast, episode number 33. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord whose work catalog I've been a tremendous fan of for some time now. This Lord initially took the internet by storm and galvanized both the martial arts and gaming communities with his amazing Taekwondo moves list from my personal favorite Tekken character of all time, the kicking and flamingo faint machine, Waram. Although this Lord is one of the best martial artists in the business, he's extremely personable, has a hilarious sense of humor, and his passion for gaming is evident in everything he does, including his incredible men's health training workouts. Introducing the actor slash stuntman and creator of the Tekken in Real Life series, the Lord responsible for the best portrayal of Striker in the Mortal Kombat Legacy series, and the creator of the legendary action film, The Kictionary. <laughs> the real life Moku Jin himself, my man, Lord Eric Jacobus. How are we doing, sir? I'm good. <laughs> good, to, good to have you. I'm a huge fan of your work. I mean, I've followed you for some time, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the Iron Lords podcast. And uh, we're ready to get this thing going, man. I'm great. I can't wait. Nice. Absolutely. And of course, we have the usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, and the howl of the young wolf. My man, Lord Addict, how are we doing, sir? Pretty good. Just recovering from uh, mentally from that that Cuphead stream. <laughs> I'm telling you, I literally spent like probably two and a half to three hours on one boss, and I had his I had his entire pattern down, had the whole pattern down, and I was just like, I'm done. So I quit. Come back this morning, and I beat not one, not two, but three bosses in an hour and a half. <laughs> wow, uh, I'm hearing man, Cuphead is is is, is really. I even beat the infamous Dragon Boss on Island too. That everyone's been saying stuff about. Yeah, man, that game, that game's real difficult. Really good game. No doubt, no doubt. And of course, our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single-player selfish experience, semi-offline Xbox profile Illuminati. My man, Lord Sovereign, how are we doing, sir? Doing good, man. A, a little under the weather, a little nasal today, so I apologize for that in advance. Well, <laughs> I have my sexy voice going today. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it. same thing with Cuphead, man. I, I, you need some serious intestinal fortitude for that. Like, you, you, in order not to break your controllers and your TV and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> and of course, the excess gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions and demands nothing less than the premium experience. Ooh. Beloved Lord King, how are we doing, sir? We're doing fantastic today. Um, I don't have much on combat sports uh to Thank go God. on. Being that you should keep your comments to yourself because our <laughs> guest today is about that life. You understand? <laughs> yes, sir. But um, 
combat sports this week is a uh, is a little down. We had some fights last night. We had a little bit of UFC last night. Uh, no big cards. Uh, we have big cards coming on the fourteenth and um, the thirteenth uh, coming up. But we did get a couple of uh, insights on uh, Lewis Ortiz failing his drug test. So the, 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 the yeah Deontay Wilder. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, the DL, the yeah, Deontay Wilder fight might be off, but Deontay Wilder is still pushing for the fight. They just might get some compensation in the way of that. Uh, I don't know, but um, I really was looking forward to that fight. But guys, yeah, Cuphead is real. A uh, Cuphead is nice. very real. We're gonna get into that a little bit later. We'll get into yeah. it. Yeah, we we'll get into it, no doubt. And of course, we have Channel Five's own. The Jin Kazama demoralizer <laughs> and the Lord who would check all fanboy nonsense on his Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> the aggressively neutral gamer. Mommy, Lord Kaibatsu, how are we doing, sir? I am doing great. Had a very productive weekend in gaming. I just beat Cuphead this morning because you know oh, I am about wow. that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> we we got to get this man like a, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Birthday. That game's so man. difficult. Bend the knee, bend the knee to that one. Bend the knee. Well, you beat oh, it. No, How, gonna, when did you start? Yes, that <laughs> the older games were harder. If you play Contra Hardcore, Contra Hardcore is harder. But the, mm. what they did with the game is just astounding. I'm talking about from mm. the visuals. Oh, Contra Hardcore is a, is a bloody mess. You're talking about a beautiful game that was meticulously put together and the way that the difficulty is set, it's set at a nice difficulty. It is not too hard. If you can't play old-style Twitch gaming, don't get on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, definitely, definitely. Like, and stay away. <laughs> yeah, I hate you, I hate you, man. It's a classic, and it's good to see everybody picking it up and supporting the game. So, and of course, it is Lord Cognito here spreading that gaming realness on the ILP, not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So, before we get into what the Lords are playing this week, I want to start with uh, Lord Eric's video game system history, including his love for fighting games and the birth of Tekken's Jacobo Jin. Also, the Lords would like to know about his martial arts background, fighting inspirations, and, of course, the uh, incredible stunt work and film career. So let, let's start first with the uh, video game system history, Lord Eric. Like, what was the first systems and, got, and games that got you into this thing? Uh, see, sorry, I just my call just dropped, and I just caught the end of that question. No worries, no worries. We'll start from the beginning. We Basically, we'll start with your video game system history. Like, what, what was the first gaming systems you ever had? Now we're going to have a long talk if we go down this road. <laughs> you know, and we're going to and nothing's going to happen today. Uh, uh, I, was, uh, I was born in 82, so I uh, missed the Atari just by a little bit. And when I was, I think, mm-hmm. I think I may have turned four, and my, uh, my dad got me a Nintendo. And oh, wow. I don't think, I, you know, my dad played a little bit of arcade back in the day, so he, he kind of understood video games and um he, you know, when he got it for me, I was playing it all day, and I was really excited. I had the game that came with it, which was Mario and Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. I'm playing. He's kind, of back, he's kind of sitting back like, yeah, kids these days, they just want to play video games. And then I get up at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, of course, and I sneak out to the family room where, uh, where the Nintendo <laughs> I see I see him punched over with the light gun. He's playing. <laughs> with the light gun. <laughs> with the light gun, sorry. Yeah, yeah, playing Duck Hunt. He's, like, sitting on the couch. And uh, nice. and then <clears throat> I just you know I would um, spend my allowance and buy games all the nice. time for that for Nintendo, and then from there I I acquired 
every mainstream game system and a lot of strange ones in between from then on. Wow. Yes. So from the progression from the from the NES to what what was kind of like the next couple of systems you remember? I so I got the Genesis after that, and nice. for some reason I was a Genesis kid, and and now I, I everyone has every yeah. My man, Lord Eric, man, we're, we're, saying, we're Genesis, a couple of Sega kids here. We're a lot of Sega kids here, so we, we, we appreciate you saying Genesis. That's cool. Now, I think, I think the Sega system was much more the arcade system. And yes. uh, the Super Nintendo was the uh, the RPG system. Yeah, so, yep. I think also, like, the brainy kids had the, had the Super NES, but the, those of us that are fast twitch and wanted to just get down and dirty really quick, we did the Genesis. <laughs> what, what, what were some of those early games for Genesis? What were the standouts for you? What were the ones? Give me, give me uh, like Mortal two. Kombat, Mortal Kombat one. The one with the blood, baby. That's right. Nice. That's what's up. That was a huge one. And uh oh man, I Splatterhouse two was my other one. Oh yes. yes. There we you go. Know, I actually got a little bit of history with me right here. I'm just going to pull it out. Oh, pull it out. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That exclusive on Iron Lord from, from Lord Eric. I don't have many of these anymore, but I did keep this one. Wow. This wow. The original. original box like art. This one all sticks. That, you know, I'm going to hang on to this one. That's a classic. Man. you got to hang out with that. Yeah. I got you. Out, out of this world, flashback kick chameleon. Y'all remember Flashback? Oh, yeah. That was Lord. amazing for its time. Out of this world, I think Out of This World came out first. And that was made by one guy. One guy made Out of This World, Eric Todd. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. This this game right here, you uh let me tell you game. right now, you, you you're plugging heartstrings because yeah. out of no, this world, that game they just released it again for PC too. Yes, and I believe Xbox Xbox Live, and they also put it back out. And that game to me was so amazing yeah. for its time. You know, what I'm even when you start and you beat the alien, he's like Max Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice man, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. That so the cool. video game video game system history is pretty epic. That is very cool. So, um, what about as far as now? I know you said Mortal Kombat. So, what about like? transition that into what people most know you for obviously is your tech and move list so tell me about from the fighting game aspects how your love of the fighting games like how did that progress which games which fighting games yeah uh we all so a bunch of us we we're, were all a bunch of saturn uh, a bunch of sega kids so uh we bought 32x i had a sega cd too that was kind wow. of yes. <laughs> you're my kind of guy. Let's go. <laughs> That's my favorite system of all time, by the way. Premium, uh, baby. Really? Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got. I got to do this again. <laughs> Premium. Yeah. I love it. I, one thing. Oh, yo, I got one thing to ask in regards to that, though. The one reason <laughs> that game system is number one for me. Is good game That's why. This is yo, the one I bought. Ten bucks. <laughs> nice. Yes, I have to ask one thing. I didn't even know he had the Sega CD. Ooh. I got to ask him. <laughs> Does he have Eternal Champions for the Sega CD? One of the best fighting games out there. I've been dying to. I've loved that one. I sold it. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Eternal Champions. Now, I know you still got selfie. I know you still got selfie. Uh, I got selfie somewhere else. It's not yeah. here. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I had so many games. I must have had like three thousand games at one point. 
very oh, wow. clear with the problem. You are a veteran, sir. You, you are definitely, your, your stripes are being earned right now. A lot of respect, a lot of salute. We're bending the knee here at the round table for you for that. Yeah, so, well, that was an obsessive collecting habit that I had. But so anyway, back to, you know, fighting games. Um, since a lot of us were Saturn kids and Sega kids. Um, mm -hmm. We were virtual fighter kids and the uh, the local arcade carried virtual fighter. And love, mm -hmm. I love virtual fighter, but I'm sorry, when Tekken came out, virtual fighter had, it took such a backseat to that game, man, because Tekken yeah. really, really took the, uh, took the crown. Cause yeah. Like 16 characters that were pretty unique. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the thing about too is just how, 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 how the realism, right? And how it portrayed martial arts, I felt exactly. more than any other game. Exactly. And Virtual Fighter kind of caught up later on, but it took a while. I nice. thought, I thought. The, what really separated it was the fact that you had, you know, left punch, right punch, left kick, that's right exactly kick. It. That's exactly yeah. it. Mm -hmm. that, that's yeah. what made yeah. it accessible to everybody, and it was easy to get your head around the, the fact that... The Instead of just punch, minutes. kick, block, you know, mm -hmm. like punch, kick, block is so ambiguous, you know, but left punch, right punch, the way you mm -hmm. stream punches together. Um, mm -hmm. Listen, I'm a combat fan. Love them. Love them. All right, we... we Lord Cognito is going to tell you, we have this thing called Channel 5. The reason why we're called Channel 5 is because every Saturday, we, you know, we'll get the old um, John Wu films, uh, <laughs> Master Ma films, and mm -hmm. we will sit down. Yeah, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And we would do, uh, you know, I don't know, from 3 o'clock to 12 o'clock midnight, we go get uh, three karate films and we watch it. We all chip in. We pick it up. We sit there. We watch it until we yeah. found out something that went down in there. But um, you're also gonna help us with this one. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave that alone until we get to your segment with it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we are astute fans of old fighting history. So yeah, we we Absolutely. we are so happy to have you here today. I trust me when I saw that you were coming on. I, I was I was happy. I was scared this week when he said I didn't hear from him. I didn't know the, the Twitter thing. <laughs> so yes, I'm I'm very happy. Sorry, no, it's all good, man. <laughs> Basically, what Lord King was also implying was that. Um, we'll get back to his, obviously, just his one point that he was implying in reference to when we seen the martial arts represented and yeah. how beautifully these guys kicked. You know, I was a huge John Liu fan, right? And oh, wow, okay, yeah, like I go back, right? So that was my guy, and I remember, like, you know, movies like The Secret Rivals, you know, him, mm -hmm. you know, Tan Tao Lang, all these guys, these great kickers, Wang Jang Lee, and it, we were just so amid they were gods to us right at that age so when we saw like finally we as you get older and your eyes get a little better and you start to realize that not only these guys are great but the only thing you realize like wait a minute when they did the backflip and the triple tuck and all that stuff that wasn't them <laughs> it was the standings they, they, they actually lost some weight and, and they lost some height <laughs> and I said, uh, look yeah. at that right there. And we were so afraid for our own guys. Like, our own guys, we were like, nah, my guy doesn't do that. He does all that stuff. <laughs> so explain to us, Lord Eric, about that, like, just real quickly about that, like, the, the stunt culture in those, like, 70s karate slash kung fu flicks. Oh, wow, where do I start? I mean, you're talking about John Liu. John Liu is, um, he's kind of a, a prodigy out of, 
He was born in Japan, actually. I was just researching him. He's actually Japanese born. And, you know, he was coming up in a time when uh, kicking was really taking off. And I've been doing a lot of research yes. about this recently. And looking up what kicking in film looked like before Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Because there was none. There actually wasn't, <laughs> wow. wasn't much at all. I, I, I looked a lot and there was nothing going on. And, you know, uh, the, the culture at the time, he really popularized it because of his interactions with Chuck Norris and a lot of what he yes. did in America. Chuck Norris came back from uh, from uh, Korea because he had picked up Tang Soo Do in Korea. He mm-hmm. kind of brought kickboxing back to America, made that really popular in the uh, karate circuits. And when he met Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee said, oh, why don't I kick above the head? And Bruce Lee picked it up within two years, the two of them trained together a bunch. And uh, and then next thing you know, in, two, in 1971, the big boss comes out and then kicking culture suddenly just explodes. Kicking, yeah, kicking, yes. becomes extremely marketable. And it, like nothing really beat kicking out until MMA came around. Mm. And even still, people still, people still are doing kicks. Uh, kicks are still kind of the hot thing and tricking and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> just, you know, to think of it, <clears throat> 35 years worth of, of that kind of legacy. John Liu really kind of carried the torch in the late 70s because uh, mm. he was you know, Tan Tai Liang's student. Yes. And there were all these productions going on with, you know, Hong Kong, Korea, Taiwan, a little bit of Japan. And uh, and he was the, the right leg master. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for educating us, man. That, that was definitely uh, an idol yeah. of mine and, and, and definitely cool to talk about. So let's get back to you. I know we went a little off track, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to go. So so personally, like your as far as um your martial arts background, like what are, what are the arts that you specifically specialize in? And also like some personal fighting inspirations as well. Um, I, uh, I started martial arts pretty late in life when I was about 20, actually. Oh, wow. I really got wow. into it because I wanted to do stunts. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create fight scenes. And I had done a little bit as a kid, but I was more of a weightlifter mm-hmm. throughout my high school years and into college. And then when I moved to the Bay Area to go to film school, I said, man, I really got to get into martial arts because the, the, my hometown, Redding, Northern California, they didn't really have a whole lot in uh, in terms of martial arts. I kind of maxed a lot of that out. Um, one of my one of my martial arts schools closed down and locked the door on me when I came came to school. Oh, wow. they, like, some bad experiences, and so I opened up the phone book when I moved to San Francisco and went down the list. And the second one I found was a Taekwondo school. Mm. And so I started doing that. Um, my teacher was Andy Leung, mm-hmm. and he ended up in Contour as the uh, the um, as the co-star. And I did, did a bunch of movies with him. Nice. And then two, two years later, I met Dennis Rule and Ray Carbonell, and they taught me how keto, and I've been doing that ever since. Wow, that is amazing. That is pretty amazing. And have keto, by the way, just a quick, a quick, quick little lesson on that. Have keto was really the kicking art of the '70s in Hong Kong. Yeah. Okay. If you, trace, if you trace any of the Hong Kong stunt guys back, it really goes back to when Bruce Lee brought Gian Jay, and um, you know, Bong Su Han was kind of. The, the American guy, but in, in Hong Kong it was Jihan Jay and um, Wang In Sik, and he was the, and the young master and mm-hmm. Dragon Lord. And Sam Hong mm-hmm. put all of his buddies, all of his brothers, like Jackie Chan, Yu Yu, they all went through Hap Keto. Mm-hmm. A guy named Kim Jin Pao, I think his name was. And they learned Hap Keto. Their kicks are very Hap Keto. And okay. they don't do Taekwondo, they do Hap Keto kicks. So I wow. feel, yeah, I love, I love Taekwondo. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very proud to uh, to kind of carry in the 
Hepgeta lineage too. Nice. Yeah. We, I mean, it, it, it's pretty amazing what you do. So transitioning that into like the whole Tekken move lists and, and how that whole transpired, because that's what kind of made you like, you broke the internet when those <laughs> things came out. Like I remember seeing, I'm like, who is this guy? So tell me like, what was the idea behind that and getting that started? Uh, I think, um, you know, the Kictionary was where it started. And that was the and I just, you know, I saw this video where a guy put together, I think it was maybe 50 judo moves. Mm -hmm. And he did something similar where he just put the name at the bottom and they just went through 50 judo moves in 30 seconds or something like that. You know, I was surprised mm -hmm. that nobody had done that with kicks. The only person who had ever really done it was Huang Jung Lee. And there was a movie mm -hmm. called The Art of Attack Kicking that he did. Yep. It was, you know, a feature length film where he just goes through every kick and how to do them. All the like basic eight taekwondo kicks in every variation of those kicks. Gotcha. And gotcha. I'm just surprised nobody had ever done something like that again um, with all of the updates. There's so many new kicks that have come out since then that people have innovated upon Huang Zhengli's kicking because he was really the master and really yes, still. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, no, I, had, I had to learn. I, my, my friend, I, I was a fan of John Lu, but Lord King was, he was a Wang Zhengli. We affectionately call him Master Boy. The he master of them yeah. all. He was a Rivals, you know, when they because they shot that in Korea and uh, the Vietnam War had uh, it just ended, and that was 1976 when they shot Secret Rivals, I think, or 75. Mm -hmm. And Hong Jong, he was in the Korean War, man. That guy was a badass. And yep, when yes. he hired that guy, they knew that they had someone pretty special. He just outkicked everybody in that movie. Yes, yes. And so uh, I think a lot of us were inspired by that guy. And, uh, so uh, the, the Kitchenary was. A, a little bit of an homage to him, although um, it was much more like uh, a little bit flashier, right? I wasn't going to do it with a karate gi with, <laughs> with like a, <laughs> a British narrator in the background. That was Roy Horan doing it. And nice. um, and then from that, um, I, you know, because I found a lot of the kicks in video games, too. I was taking inspiration from anywhere I can. So I was really trying to get to 200 at a certain point. And I found, you know, a couple of Street Fighter kicks and maybe a couple of Tekken kicks. And so released the kick scenario that did really well. And then I was looking at doing a second one. And I was in China at the time, uh, working on a film called Heart of a Champion. And um, I started uh, putting together a second kicking dictionary when I was at a gym. I would just work on it every day, try and pick a couple new kicks to try. And I just started looking at Tekken. I just started watching every Tekken move. Mm. And then I thought, well, what if yeah. I just did this entire move list? And has anybody ever done that? And I looked, it, mm -hmm. I looked online and nobody had done it. And I thought, you know, this is a weird idea, but since nobody's done it, and it seems kind of obvious, suddenly it seemed obvious that I had to do it. And when I came home from China, I went to the garage and I just spent hours and days and days in the garage working on Huarong and Leulong. And my, yes. my wife, my yeah. wife would come in and say, what are you doing again? <laughs> <laughs> Making a three woman. Yeah, I didn't know how to answer because it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, it's a video game, but I'm doing the split the video game. There was some, like, I don't want to call it a higher calling, but that's what it seemed like, you know? I just yeah, had to do it. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then when I did it, it was, it was like, wow, um, that took off real quick. I went from 20,000 subscribers to 80,000 pretty yeah. quick. That was that you broke the internet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's how I've been getting so many jobs too because it's good for you. 
know. Uh, Absolutely. That's great, man. I mean, like I said, when we, we saw it was amazing. Now, I know Lord Kaibatsu had a question. We, one, one, one query question is, first of all, the, how you got, how you did the movements list was really cool. And then even when you had the, the animations for the, you know, like high, middle, low, as far as the, the hit detection. But you always had to ask you, because you always throw you a little bit of humor in these movements. So Lord Kaibatsu wants to know about the cat. <laughs> Yeah, that guy is hilarious. Awesome. Now, you know, the first couple ones, I don't have a cat in there. And, uh, but so I think later, later along, I had, I had a cat come in. And so I was just, I was just doing it when I would work out in the garage. One of our two cats would just walk in the middle of the shot sometimes. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? And then finally, I just kind of played around with one. I did some moves on the cat and I threw it in there. And then the effect, when you put a cat in a video, it breaks the internet. <laughs> but you always had to have the cat doing some god body stuff, which was hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone, you know, the commenters are great. They would always, they love the cat and they say, God needs to be nerfed. And so I start coming <laughs> The cat needs to be nerfed. The cat blows up the world every time. And it's like, the cat, the cat is also always like the ultimate, uh, the cat's too OP, they say, every time. <laughs> so oh my God, of, that's cool. It was really because the commenters responded so so well to the cat that I started kind of coming up with in jokes with them and that's how the cat came around. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, your humor definitely shows it that. It, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> nice. Cool. So uh, also we want to talk about like um pretty much your uh your stunt work. I know you said like you started also with that. I know you got into martial arts late, but um you know you got into the kind of caught the bug for the stunt craze and I also want to talk about you know your indie film career and all things that you got uh, jumping off to. So let's start off with the with the stunt work. Like what got you into that? Like what possessed you to do that? Hmm. I was uh I was a vaudeville kid. I watched a lot of Buster Keaton when I was a kid, a lot of Charlie Chaplin. And I mm. like how you know, I like how these guys really use their bodies to tell stories. And you mm. can see Jackie Chan sort of take that take inspiration from that when he made martial art movies, which was really kind of crazy because everyone was trying to make him into the next Bruce Lee in the yes. late 70s. And it just wasn't really happening. And I think that Jackie, being where he came from, um, you know, he was an only child, somewhat, somewhat of an only child, mm. uh, didn't really come from a, a place of angst, I think, the way that Bruce Lee did. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, growing up in, in Seattle and San Francisco, I think, uh, you know, Jackie Chan was a very different kind of person than Bruce Lee was. Yes. I think that's why mm -hmm. he, he flocked to the physical comedy. Um, and there, there are just certain kinds of people that are really into that. And then there's certain kinds of people who are the Bruce Lee type and the Samuel Hung type. And, yes. and the people that want to win fights with technicality versus the people that want to win fights with some kind of gag or some kind of sometimes even just like a, a smart, witty element. And that was the Jackie Chan thing. And when I saw Jackie Chan, and I saw him late in life, because again, we just didn't really have much going on in my hometown. Mm -hmm. uh, Rumble in the Bronx was the first Jackie Chan movie I saw. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I got kind of addicted to him. And mm -hmm. I managed, you know, even <laughs> before the internet, I managed to find all of his movies. Mm -hmm. well, not, not all of them, but I you know, managed to find Drunken Master 2 at one point. And that's when nice. I kind of knew. I really, really, really want to do something like this because he's using his body not just not just comedically, but he's just doing interesting, cool stuff. It's really fast and it's hectic and it's confusing, and um, really wanted to do that. And so I just said, "Nice, yeah, I'm just going to do it." Because at some point, you know, I was reviewing movies for a while too because I had a website. I would review Hong Kong movies, and I would just review the action. Wouldn't review the story or anything. I reviewed 500 movies, and after <laughs> I think I understood how to fight things. Mm -hmm. 
And the, so we just went out and started shooting fight scenes. We did this every week. Uh, in 2001, we shot a movie every weekend. We had like 35 short films at the end of 2001. My, my team wow. and I, we called it with some people. And mm-hmm. we were making movies all the time. And I was a tech kid, so I could edit the movie. But I also mm-hmm. wanted to perform. Um, I would get a camera guy. I would be camera guy. And then he would be camera guy. We'd do everything. Nice. Everyone would do everything. We'd wear every hat. Nice, man. And that's pretty cool. That's how it started. And then, uh, you know, we... I wasn't getting too serious about it for a long time because I was, you know, I was in the Bay Area. Uh, so I didn't really get heavily involved in like the Hollywood stunt scene until 2012 or so. And, okay. um, and at the end of, I think it was at the end of 2012 that I got called to Mortal Kombat Legacy. Mm, that's when you, that, that, the, yeah. the legendary striker role. Yeah. Also, yeah, your, your I, one, of, one of your idols was on that, uh, Mr. Mr. DeCascos from. Um, yeah, that was, that was that was one of the coolest parts working with DeCascos and um, Casper Van Dien too. Nice to to the rest of the Iron Lords, uh, Lord Kaibatsu, uh, Lord Soft. That's uh, what's that movie? Um, Only the Strong with the Pana Nawe. Remember yeah. that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know DeCascos. Okay, just, just, just educate the, the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I actually seen him in Drive. That was my first movie. Though. Oh, remember yeah. Drive with Kadeem Hardis? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> wow. Classic material. Cool, cool. So how was it how was it like on set with him? Like would you get a chance to interact with him much or? Oh, yeah, I got to hang out with him a bunch. It was cool. We actually we were supposed to do a fight scene together, but it got cut. Ah, oh, that would have been amazing. Uh, and I believe he was he was he was uh, Kung Lao in that, right? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, cool. cool. We uh we just we did some long nights and um, uh, I was having some like relationship issues with a with an old girlfriend at the time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I was standing there. It was late at night. I was tired. I was just kind of looking out, looking out at the ocean. I think, and uh, and he comes up. He says, "Hey, Eric, how's it going, man?" I was, mm-hmm. And I kind of like, oh, I was having girl problems. He says, "Cool, man. Just keep putting that energy out there. It'll come right back." He's that kind of guy. <laughs> now, and I'm like, <laughs> He made people feel really good, you know. Yeah, he was just nice. really, he was he was always complimentary. He was he had no ego at all. Mm, that's no very ego. cool. That's very, yeah, he always seems to give off positive energy. I always get that vibe from him. You yeah, know, only cross paths once or twice, but that's cool, man. Absolutely. So, uh, any any as far as as far as film is concerned, like any other things we got working on that you'd like to plug on the ILP? Yeah, yeah we've uh, we've just. We're just about done editing Blindsided 2. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Blindsided 1 is a uh, is our sort of American homage to that semi. Okay. Nice. Nice. I like where we're going with this. I'm, I'm liking this. The second like, one is that... a continuation of the first one. The first one takes place in a small amount of time during the day, and then part two takes place in the second half of the day. Okay. Okay, cool. Looking up. When, when should we be on the lookout for that one? Coming to? We're hoping before the end of the year because All right. because we're we're pretty close to being done. We just gotta do some final touches on post production and then uh, and we're gonna nice. yeah, so we'll release it hopefully before the end of the year, but yeah, I can't promise that right now. No doubt. And the last question I had for you as far as um that is concerned, I also wanna know like what do we have to do to get Harada San to get either Jacobo Jin his own character or to do some some mocap. Like we gotta get you in tech. Like you gotta get your own character, man. Like this is where we gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been 
swinging that pickaxe for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell you point out who I need to speak to, Lord Eric, and we gonna make it happen. <laughs> Maybe we need to make a petition or something. Um, <laughs> we gonna start IOP poll. That's right. <laughs> I've talked to her out of time multiple times, and um, and he he was he expressed interest. Of course, they're not working on Tekken Eight probably anytime soon, but because uh, they're just going to be pushing Tekken 7 for a while and whatever other schemes that they're doing at Bandai Namco, but um, I have no idea how to crack that nut, seriously. Okay, alright. Well, the, Lord, the Iron Lords are going to work the back channels. This has to happen. This is, this is a travesty <laughs> if this man is not in, in the next Tekken or some involvement with it. <laughs> no doubt. Do the rest of the Lords have any other questions for uh, Lord Eric before we get into the main oh, other I have a question, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my question is, uh, at this point in time, because when we were growing up, we had so many martial artists to choose from. Like We would literally be inside a room full of guys, and everybody could pick one guy. Like, that's my guy. And I don't think uh, the, the, the kids growing up today or the guys growing up today have that... Um, that guy we need a resurgence in that market like to that that push that the the old uh shaw brother films i mean i i we saw it with um what uh, the iron fist uh yeah. with uh, this guy and i mm -hmm. thought it was gonna go back to that um do you have any insight on any a uh, new push from uh japanese or korean actually really korean uh films being trying to push this back into american culture mm, well I mean, you still do have, you still have a little bit of that in America. I think um, MMA has really, mm -hmm. uh, what would you say? I, I guess MMA sort of took away our, our innocence. It's like mm -hmm. so many people nowadays, they all know that, you know, the second you throw a backflip with a kick, they go, well, you can't really do that in the ring. But like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's cool, you know, it looked, that would be so cool to do that. And we kind of suspended disbelief more easily back then with action films it, it mm. seems very difficult to do that now it's like it's hard to blend the uh the the, the the real with the i don't know not supernatural but with the with the flashy you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah that's a good point that's actually good point. i think also back then there was just this in the 80s there was still a sense of wonder yeah we still, still discovered new things in the 80s yeah. You can't really find anything new now, if you think about it, mm -hmm. uh, which is just, which is a little bit depressing. Yeah. You can't really find, an, uh, you know, every, there's no such thing as like the North, the un, the, uh, the the buried North Korean cinema history, right? We've seen it. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, even you can even get North Korean films, you can get them all. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, when we, uh, all of us were growing up, we'd find a new movie from Taiwan that was 30 years old or something. And mm -hmm. we like, yeah, yeah. Seen this. nobody had seen it, and we managed to find it, you know. And then our buddies say, yeah, but did you see this? He's got some old VHS or some, you know, some shit. From the 80s. And we're like, what the hell? It was fun, and that's gone. Uh, I don't think that those times are coming back because we're completely global. Oh, I don't. I don't like yeah. the fact that we remake everything. We don't remake classic Shaw Brother films. I know. No, I know. I mean, we're. Talking about remaking the raid and stuff like that, but we don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to. Um, I mean, even. Um, I, I know what you mean with Man with the Iron Fist, but that was really kind of a comic book movie in a way, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Too much flying. So, yeah, I know. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I think it's that it's that combination of 
MMA um, where everything kind of has to be grounded in some way. Yeah, it got real. Yeah. yeah, it got real, or you have to do a superhero movie. It's like finding the middle yeah. ground now. I'm, I'm not sure anybody's really willing to take the risk. Um, gotcha. Just what I, what I, where I do see it a lot is in the um, the indie martial arts scene, which is still kind of small. Um, but a lot of us that sort of came up watching these movies, we make our own films, but it's very difficult to go mainstream with indie martial art films because the markets, they all demand MMA or... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and, and that's sort of the situation we're in right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, that's actually a very, very good point. But uh, I know, I know one thing. I mean, at least with the fighting game aspect, you know, you know, mocap and all these things. You know, these guys. I mean, when I was look, looking at your history, and I was actually surprised when you actually mentioned that uh, Harada. A lot of these mo- animations, they weren't all done by mocap. Like they were, some of them were actually, you know, generated and stuff like that. That actually surprised me. Like, uh, how did you feel when you when you heard about that? When you actually re- replicating all these tech and character movements? It's actually amazing what they can pull off with hand animation. I saw, I saw an interview with Rod and I think he even said that the first Tekken was entirely hand animated. Which, when mm. you watch the first Tekken, it, it actually looks like it looks like motion capture. And maybe yeah. there's some in there or something, but I, I don't know. But it's amazing that they can pull that kind of stuff off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it's um, I I know I I knew that the combos were not motion capture because they, they motion capture the individual moves and they just string them together um, because mocapping the combo is uh, kind of out of the question but it was a little bit of a shock finding out that so many of back to sound moves were, <laughs> were just <I'm> how the hell do I do this? <laughs> back to, so can we put the can we can we put the hunting hawk controversy to rest, Lord Eric? Because people act like this is some move that could really be done by he like come on like who, who, who how dare they accuse you of that? Like, no, that's insane. That's that's insane. So horror hunting hawk doable, right? You can do it. And yeah. I have to pull it off against the table, but back to sounds no. But I think you, you really do need, like, you need rockets on your feet. To do <laughs> exactly. For, you know. Educate these guys. No, it's not humanly possible. Just buy, buy, don't throw something. His is not humanly possible. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, consider that an open challenge, by the way. If somebody wants to do that, prove me wrong. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got a bend the knee segment. <laughs> yeah, slaughter, but if you if you can do that, backdoor side, hunted hawk, he challenges you. <laughs> now, all these guys that comment, they're like, "Man, dude, wait, where's the hunting hawk?" And back to, uh, I always I always say, "Man, do it, show me." <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> you got an iPhone, this man. You this man's going to be in Sid one day because he never took that. He's like, he told me to. <laughs> Real quick, Lord Eric, your favorite Tekken character, character or characters? Lei Long. So you just got to be heartbroken right now. No, he's not in Tekken. Yeah, so far. What stances? You did that Phoenix stance with Crane. What were the stances? What was the flows? Talk to me. I would go, yeah, so I would do, oh, man, I'm actually bringing up Tech and Tech. <laughs> Let's uh, go. I would play Tag. I would do Tag with Yoshimitsu and Leo Long. And, uh, and I would do, yeah, with Leo Long, I'd always do that, that, that the, 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 I'd do the down back left kick 
Okay. Up into the snake. That would bring me in the snake. And then I do like the free right punches of the snake on the ground. And then I do the LR, LR. I'll do that. Oh, okay. That way. So nice. That was that really was, good. Yo, you were very good. Are you talking te- real technical talk now? What's interesting though is that what blew you up was not necessarily Lei. So it was, it was Warang, so, which was my favorite character. So tell me, like, like how did that, it was just because you didn't see anyone doing his move list or just his move list was just more flashy, appealing, you felt to, to represent? The reason I started, actually, that was the first one that I did was Warang. And that was because yeah. I, got, I got that kicking tree target thing that I had that's in those videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought that just for training. And, you know, it just seemed like the perfect thing to do a Warang move list with. And... Yes. And so I, I that's that's actually why I started with Warang. And then And I'm very happy that you did. Thank you. <laughs> I just redid his because I didn't do the full move list. Yeah, sorry. So I decided oh, I'll just do the full thing, which took forever. It was really difficult. I was happy with the redone. I retweeted your, your remake of the Tekken Seven oh, move yeah. list because um I actually I was appreciative because I'm a fan of Flamingo Stance. Uh-huh. And you had it in it for, for this one. And I was like, yes, he's got Flamingo. I'm, I'm good now. I'm satisfied. Cool. Cool. All right. So before we move on over that, any other question by the Lord before we get into the show? Oh, yeah. Show? I wanted to kind of get into some things. Also, I have to commend you specifically on the Bob move list. Ever since oh. Bob debuted, I was like, there is no way anybody can actually fight like this. <laughs> I'm like, if you're a fat guy, the most you're going to fight like is like Samuel Hung. But then you did the actual move list with the flips, with the rolls and all that, and actually making it looking hot. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was insane. So I got to commend you for that. Yeah, and exactly. also, I started doing the Bob move list with a pillow in my stomach. <laughs> you created a fat Yes, So I'm going to have to put that out at some point. You gotta put that yeah. out. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, but the question I really wanted to bring up to you, as since you're uh, like a, a heavy martial artist, and as people who've been playing the Tekken series, you've noticed that the Tekken series over the years, the styles have gotten a little bit more extreme and non-believable. And we kind of come to the point is like, what other styles could they actually put in Tekken? The only mm-hmm. one I have on my mind currently right now is monkey style. But other than that, I'm out of ideas. Like, what do you think with your experience? Uh, so, interestingly, they put out this, this uh, jo- uh, Josie character, a Filipina character, mm-hmm. but she just yeah. threw some move list and put it there. It's kind of surprising. Like, you would think that they would put, like, may- I, I mean, I know that it's not really kosher to put weapons into Tekken, mm-hmm. but you can do some kind of Kali Eskrima that's empty-handed. Mm-hmm. I would think that they would try something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would be kind of cool. I think it's pretty obvious now that Wing Chun is making a big comeback because of what Hitman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They did something like that. I don't know how they, I don't know how you would, but I'm sure that you, you could take the Hitman move list now and make it into a character. Hitman, huge. Know? That'd be yeah, very uh, counter heavy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just Absolutely. like the rapid punches. I mean, I think that'd be pretty hot if they did that. Absolutely. Uh, I think. Um, Maybe uh, I, I, there's no jujitsu yet, really, aside yeah. from a little bit of Nina. Um, but mm-hmm. in King, but can you imagine how frustrating that would be to put? Jiu-jitsu yeah, in I, I don't know. It's, fu- yeah. it's funny you say that because that's why that. I, I gravitated towards uh, Craig Mordek because 
I thought they were going to try to tempt that, you know, fully yeah. with him, with the mount stance and stuff like that. Lord Attic, you got something you want to say about Jiu-Jitsu? I'm all for making a character that annoys people. <laughs> 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 like, like, I don't play head-to-head fighters, but I know people get upset with, like, grabs on head-to-head fighters. Imagine, like, a character that only does that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's what, how I made, that's how I played Craig Mardock. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It's all about getting to the ground. Yeah, keep that yes, guy me. off of you. Lord Cognito made people afraid to get on the ground. It's like oh. no. this guy wrestling oh. people. Him, him and King. Oh God, yes, sir. <laughs> These guys. Look, 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 our resident King Master. How's Craig? Craig Monarch and Huang. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm Eddie Gordo. I'm the guy that you hate. Actually, when he's Tiger, oh, excuse me. Excuse that's me. a good question, though. That's a good segue. Eddie Gordo's moveless. We haven't seen that yet, Lord Eric. Man, don't Capoeira. Man, I can't be Capoeira. God, I don't know how I'm gonna pull that off. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping that like this just stops being popular by then. <laughs> Stop asking you. <laughs> not after, not after today. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the pool. The uh, I don't see any comment related to asking me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, yeah, there's like 15, 20 people that ask about Eddie Gordo. It's like, yeah, soon, eventually, eventually. I'm. You don't want to call. He's going to wait till he gets old enough where he physically is not even capable of doing anymore. Dude, I'm too old now. No, no. What he could do is he could get a co-host and, you know, they could have a segment. It'd be awesome. (laughs) The the co-host is Mark the (laughs) Cascos. Because I think that's the only, the strongest, the only movie I've ever seen represent that art. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. I I don't remember any Papa Weta films in terms of whole movies i don't think there's a whole lot out there yeah, yeah. i mean look is kind of the, the guy who represents capoeira right now out there on the market you know he was the guy <laughs> in uh, uh the protector with tony job yes you right know, he also played eddie gordo in the terrible terrible tekken movie that came out oh that movie was awesome <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, shots fired. I did, I hated it. <laughs> movie. We should all spread the word and make sure. It. <laughs> but it's because, it's because this company owns the um, the uh, live action rights to Tekken. They have to make a movie every five years. So that's why in twenty, I think in twenty fourteen, they did that terrible second they're like we're gonna make his lease we're gonna spend as least money as possible to make this knowing it's terrible just to keep these rights fox bastardizing my fantastic four series yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming to an end guys it's coming to an end wow. <laughs> cool cool all right, so we got some good background on the Lord. So we're gonna get in real quick um, on what the Lord's been playing this week. So let's I'll start with Lord Eric. I know you've been busy. You know you got a lot going on, family stuff like that. But what was the last kind of game that you you played? You know recently or with it? You know not too far, not too long ago. Uh, this isn't quite fitting for the podcast, but there's a point and click game called Thimbleweed Park that <laughs> crowdfunded, and it's a it's a point yes. and click game where you like pick okay. up use them you know that's actually nice. sort of my bread and butter as a kid when i would play uh games that was a lot of what i spent my time well missed did you play missed i just play missed 
And I was, oh, so I was so pissed off that when you beat Miss, you don't get an ending. You get to hang out. With <laughs> That's all they give. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh my god. That makes you play. It's, it's impossible, and they don't give you an ending. But no, those are the games that I loved as a kid, uh, like the Lucas Arts Adventures, and so uh, the guys that did the uh, the Monkey Island game. Oh, yeah. Monkey Island! I remember that. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a new one called Simpleweed Park, and it was kickstarted. And, oh, cool. okay. And kind of in the style of Maniac Mansion, and they had the kind of yeah, I knew something from yeah. Ron yeah. Gilbert. Nice, Ron Gilbert. Exactly. Nice. So I started playing okay. that. I played a lot of Tekken Seven lately because I got a PS4. I got Tekken Seven. Nice. Got it. Forgot to play that Tekken. So are we are we competitive with the Tekken? Are we, are we, are we one of the top guys? No, I'm such, I'm such a joke when it comes to Tekken. I, mean, <laughs> I think my my username is Stunt People on uh, PS um, PlayStation Network. Go ahead and add me. And I got you, man. You want to challenge me? Is be prepared to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my what I got now. I'll stunt like I'm the real Taekwondo guy. <laughs> Lay along back, then I'll then I'll be back. You you, you know what Lord Cognito's doing right now, don't you? He's on that Amazon that's buying out of the PlayStation. We can put this on YouTube. <laughs> he can buy mine out of the basement. That's the only, that's the only time I'm going to get a chance to beat Lord Eric in, in combat sports. So I got to take my advantage. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So what are the let's get over to Lord Attic. What what have you been playing this week? Cuphead and Destiny. And I played okay. the Fortnite thing. I, I don't know if we're going to talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I could kind of see why, you know, they little upset because now I don't mm. really want to play PUBG anymore. Mm. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into that. That's one of our topics. We'll get into it. No doubt. Of course. What's up? What have you been playing this week? Um, I've been playing some Destiny, getting getting my power level up. So I'm at 290 finally. So I'm ready for this latest Nightfall. And then. Wow. For you guys to help me out with this raid and get my budget. Wow, I'm impressed. I've been playing that. I've been playing some Cuphead. Some yeah, Cuphead is fantastic. It's it's difficult, but it's fair, and that's yeah. that's a that's a that's that balance that's tough to strike with those type of games. Fair, but it's firm. And that's, <laughs> if, if you if you if you die, it's your fault. Yep, it's your fault, no doubt. And besides that, the Switch, man. Switch had 18 games come out this past week. So it, literally 18 games. And a lot of them are silverware. Yes. But then you have some good ones. Don't you say a lot of them were silverware. 95% of all of them was crapware. Here we go. Lord King's racism against You know, the I am so glad. <laughs> if it wasn't for Lord King, I'd have to deal with this Switch praise every week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys make no Yeah, you like you, 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 you go out of your way. They're not going to put the Switch. Exactly. No, I'm not going out of my way to anything. You're going out of your way to tell us that 18 games came out, and I'm going to tell you that 95% of that 18 <laughs> well, what, was what came out of my mouth right after that? I said, this is yeah. a good one. Yeah, you should have started. You should have prefaced it with eight, 18 crapware games came out. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> Lord Eric, are you interested in the, in the switch in any, any capacity? Hey, sorry, I said, Lord, are you interested in the uh, Nintendo Switch in any capacity? Have you seen it? Or there's something that doesn't interest you? No, it seems cool because you've got like those two little switches and you can use your hands and move. Mm -hmm. like that. that seems cool, but I mean, if it goes like Wii, then they're going to be, you know, 
five first yeah. party titles and then 150 shitty shovelware. <laughs> that was Wii's That was Wii's MO. That's not the Here we go. I got you. I hear you know, fair, fair points. I hear what you're saying. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely that there's there's some arguments towards the strip as far as the, the shovelware titles and stuff like that. But there's also some some great quality titles as well. Mm-hmm. So let's, cool. let's continue with the Lords of Plane. So that was it, Lord Lord Sov, as far as yeah, um that was okay. it. Cool. Lord King, what have you been playing this week? Oh, Destiny. I finished the raid twice and uh, did the Prestige Nightfall and the regular Nightfall. I'm working Ooh. on my third character now, which will be a hunter because I found out this infinite super that you can do with this uh, new exotic yes. boots. So um, yes. I'm definitely uh, training my character that way. Then I'm going to delete one of my warlocks to make a, a titan. You know, start him from the ground up so I can have all three represented. But uh, New Monarchy, um, that's mm-hmm. one of my factions. Dead Orbit is one of my factions. And I'm getting this third character up so I can put him in, um, what is it? Uh, Future War Call. Future War Call. Yeah. And playing Cuphead. I started Cuphead yesterday mm-hmm. officially. I, you know, the first night I, I touched it, I wanted to see because I couldn't believe it was real. You know, I'm like, I had to see it on my television. Then I tweeted that out, that it was on my television. And I tweeted at Phil, you know, please get more promotion on this game because it's an Xbox exclusive. And I really want the world to know about this game. It's 20 bucks. So mm-hmm. I, I think... Right now, I actually not, never heard of this game. And now I'm looking it up. Yeah, oh, so you got all, oh, Lord. Let me tell you, Lord, oh, it's right up your alley. It's perfect for him. It's right up your alley too. It's it. classic, like nineteen. But what, what, what era would you say that is, uh, Lord yeah. King Rosal? That's 19, the fifties. Twenties, like no, that's a yeah. that's like twenties style. Yeah, like, the twenties, twenties, fifties. Yeah, it's all yeah. hands on, Lord Eric. Like, like the the end, like both of the guys that worked on the game, didn't they like lose their jobs? We're gonna get into Cuphead yes. again. Yeah, we're but, gonna like, get into Cuphead. Yeah. Oh my! You really and it's on. It's also is it part of the Windows Ten stores? If, if yes, uh, I just downloaded it right now for my PC because I purchased it on my Xbox. And the cool thing about Xbox is a lot of the exclusive titles when you purchase it on your digital for your system, you can play it anywhere on it any there. Windows PC uh, type nice. format. Yeah, it's fantastic. I play anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just nice. downloaded it, but um, I really want this game to be pushed more because. For twenty bucks, if you own an Xbox and you're in the know or you're not in the know, you should have it. No, (laughs) I'm just that's that's my selfish pro uh, promo for the game because everybody in the chat should have it. So that's 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 me going to the chat. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. So, um, Lord Kaibatsu, what have you been playing? I'm assuming Cuphead. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's a given also the usual destiny was able to get the uh, faction rallies get that going on you know latte war call you know how i roll oh my god we're gonna get into <laughs> faction rallies we get into that. <laughs> also since uh since probably nobody else besides me and brian would probably be saying it i was playing my switch uh on my <laughs> wow. lunch breaks uh, right now god i'm feeling the, the steam world dig 2 that is an outstanding yeah, it's a fantastic game. game basically Ooh, it's like, what about did it? you just say what was the name of that game Steam World World Dig 2. What? You said said what again? (laughs) Steam World Dig 2. Like Steam Steam World. I thought you said something else. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you should... This is where you're showing the fact that you all all this premium gamer stuff. There's a lot of all this stuff coming to Steam too. I don't see you playing it. So, oh, uh, shot fire! Exactly. This, this, but here's my. 
Here's my argument for this one. <laughs> just, just to get my point out there. The thing is, the Scene World Dig 2 is an indie game that I would love to play. But the thing is, yeah, you can get it on the Xbox. You can get it on the PlayStation 4. But the thing is, if I'm going to put uh, Steam World Dig 2 versus Destiny 2, what am I going to play? Exactly. Destiny 2. Which is where the Switch finds the happy medium to play exactly. those games because it's portable and you're on the go. And especially like a guy like oh, Eric, he's making movies, he's on the go. He, sometimes right. he doesn't have time to be at home in front of his big PS4 and the big TV. The Switch, you could fit in those games. The, the, funny, the funny thing is, that's the argument that we all have. Even King, even Addict, <laughs> they have the same argument. <laughs> but they love to. <laughs> No, I don't hate the system. I like the system. I don't hate it. I'm just telling you, just like Look, everybody else has okay. been saying, don't here's shovel the, me. Here's my issue. I understand. Like, look, I bought this for first party, okay? Mm-hmm. And like, we, like people be coming at me where I'm like, dude, like until Mario Odyssey, until like rabbits come out, I got nothing to play. And then people, right. especially if, if Lord Cogdino was part, like, especially Lord Cogdino, he's like, you got plenty to play. I'm like, Maybe you do, but well, let's like, be fair. A lot of people were not, but were not playing the Wii U games. Like every single Wii U re- release on the Switch, well, I'm like, I never played this. Oh, this is this the joint is hot. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, what are you talking about? What is Wii U? <laughs> oh, shots fired! Eric, bringing the kicks early. <laughs> it was an extra oh, controller for the Wii. But I enjoyed my Wii, but. Um, I, I, no, I, hate you. I wasn't with the Wii U either. I wasn't with the Wii U. I hate exactly. But look, we got a little sidetrack. Let's let's get this go. Yeah. Still going. We're a little left. But um, yeah. As far as uh me, it's it's been um as far as on the Xbox, it's been uh Destiny two. We're playing a ton of it, getting the raid done, doing all that stuff. Um, as far as the Switch, it's still NBA two K eighteen. Oh my gosh, I've been playing that to death. Just love it. And um, I played Cuphead finally last night. I had a couple hours. Cuphead said, needs to be on the Switch, though. I will. Yeah, say Cuphead that. is made. I was. I thought yeah. to say. I said Cuphead is a perfect Switch mm-hmm. port. Like it's. It just. But the thing about the game, we're gonna get into a Lord Addicts topic. We'll, we'll talk more about that. But that's pretty much what I've been playing. So let's get on with the show. I know we've been talking a little bit. So um, we had uh last week's poll, and that was um, the results are in. The people have spoken. So uh, to the question, when devs like Bethesda with Doom, Square with Final Fantasy 15, and Take-Two with NBA 2K18 attempt AAA Switch ports, does lower resolution and frames per second discourage you from buying? In a razor-close poll, the winner at 58% is the no. We want more AAA games on the Switch group. So the people want, they definitely still want the AAAs. And um, mm-hmm. coming in a close second, though, close, very close at 42%, was the yes, we hate gimped AAA experience. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to all who participated in last week's poll. And uh, real quickly, so we can move on, what do the Lord just uh, think about this? <laughs> I, just think, I just think when you make the argument about, about gimping stuff on the Switch, you got to remember that as console gamers, a lot of people who are like PC elitists think that we're playing the Gimp version of the game. So it's everything is relative. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's a good, yeah, that's good, yeah. good point. <laughs> so, right. And sometimes you got to re- realize about the portability. Because of the portability, mm-hmm. you can really uh, get the most out of those games when you don't have the time to sit down all over there. So, And plus, to put that sort of persistence like that portable, well, I, I you would, need to I have would, I would give you that argument if this was solely 
you know marketed as just a portable device but it's not it's it's marketed as also as a console device yeah but yeah. let's be real if it wasn't portable it would be we all over again. i mean <laughs> that makes they, they it should have marketed it that way it should have marketed as a portable device you here. can't you can't market it one way and then not take the, the negative publicity the other way it just doesn't work like that yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the sales are because of the portable, though. Because you can't portable. say that. You can't speak. And I will be moving on from this. Nintendo, this, and that. So let's get into the round two. All right. Lord King. Yes. You had a topic. About the oh, yes. Yes. Evolution. Yes. The fighters. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay, so um, we all, you know, come from some form of uh, video game fighting background. I mean, if you are uh, played in the coin ops back in the days, you know, you come in, you plunk down your quarter like we talked last week, and you got your fight on. But we've seen the evolution of video game fighting um, from its inception. It used to be the one-on-one -on -one karate champ. and Karate champ? Yes, yes. Now we've worked our way, and remember, the karate champ was crazy. You get that one punch, pow! Uh, victory oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> winner yes <laughs> so now we have worked our way up to where we had Tekken 7 right now and um more marvel versus capcom you know infinite games like that but what i've noticed uh and we saw tekken tekken uh changed uh certain things in it like left punch right punch left kick right mm -hmm. kick and that uh, changed the genre into another direction. But what also Tekken did was it added story. Now, when it got mm -hmm. to story, you wanted to end the game with every last character to get mm -hmm. every last story element Fact. to it. And uh, what we see now is microtransactions and downloadable content, downloadable characters to keep the longevity into the fighting genre. So mm -hmm. this past week... Um, well, the week before, because I kept, I kept my segment for this. Uh, I knew it was fighting week. This is fighting weekend. <laughs> Lord Eric's in the building, baby. Yes, Lord Eric is here, so this is fighting weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I brought Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Story is fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't allow me to broadcast the game for the first two days. I guess they had a little lock on it or... Uh, put a video up embargo. of the game. Yeah, the embargo was on it, I guess. But even though the game was released, it didn't make any sense. Um, it has a very rich story. And then you have the DLC with the characters. And the evolution of the video game fighting, what I wanted to know with, the, with uh, you guys is, where do you see the future going in with this? Because we have, uh, what is it, um, Injustice God Among Us, with the deals yeah, and, and, and yeah. yes, the microtransactions with the great story. What is the next yeah. evolution in our fighting genre that can keep this uh, dying breed alive? Because we only have a couple of games, fighting games right now, as yeah. before we used to have a huge variety. That's a great, great topic. Let's, let's get Lord Eric in on this to uh, get his assessment. Mm. Where do I think it's going to go? Man, if I knew that, then I'd go make the video game. Wouldn't be bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where would you like to see it go? Uh, man, I mean, I would, I would still like to see something that's uh, much more flow-based. You guys remember uh, Rise, what was it called? Rise to Honor, the Jet Li game? Yeah, that was yeah. the yeah. the analog, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was the analog, and it was kind of, it, it didn't really work, but you kind of could see what they were doing, which was, it was this very, like, flow-based uh, fighting system, and mm -hmm. I would love to see something like that. I have no idea how you would do it, though. Mm. But something that's more intuitive, uh, 
you know, because I think Tekken sort of took it to that next level with the left punch, right punch, left kick, right kick. Right. Made it into it. By the way, right. here's a little bit of here's a pop quiz, uh, trivia quiz, a question real quick. What was the game awesome. that did the left punch, right punch, left kick, right kick before Tekken? Wow, you may have gotten Tobo. stumped. Was it what Tobo? Was no, I don't think it was Tobo. Nah. Was it Tobo? Tobo came after Tekken, I thought. Tobo was after Tekken. It was, I and Virtual Fighters Tekken. didn't have that because they just no, had like no, the no. block button. Yeah. Whoa. Damn, you got me stumped there, little Eric. There was an arcade game called Time Killer. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I didn't realize and, that. There was a head button, too. And uh, and you could do a one hit kill if you knew if you did oh, the time killers had the worst fatalities ever. I remember that game. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's a great question. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I would like to see it go. Uh, I'm I'm interested too to see how VR is gonna shape fighting games. Yes, thank you. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, now, this you... guy is endearing himself to me as we go along. <laughs> yeah, he's a big proponent of VR. So you definitely, definitely have Lord King happen. Now, did, speaking of which, did you, you know Tekken 7 has a VR. Did you did you attempt yeah. to uh, check it out? I don't have a VR kit. I don't have mm -hmm. the goggles for it yet. I want to gotcha. get it and just see what it's like. But it's, but it's not like it's first person, is it? Or is it? Yeah, look, just look. I don't know. I don't. Lord King yeah, out to help me out. You were seesaw, like you were like uh, at the side of the fight. That's what the one I kept hearing about. That I was gotcha. not buying Tekken for PlayStation. Um, I was waiting for it on my ex. Um, <laughs> but, but, about, um, but you're a VR guy, so I'm surprised you didn't get the VR. No, the VR is is like a spectator mode. Like it's like, mode. It's like a, yeah, yeah, it's like a oh. giant TV. Okay, type gotcha. Of thing. gotcha. And gotcha. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not for the gimmicks. Like if you're gonna actually, you know, make a VR game. Uh, then make a VR game. Like certain games mm -hmm. actually work in VR. And right now, to this day, Resident Evil Seven is probably the scariest game going because of that VR. So, amen to that. No doubt. All right. So, uh, any laws? I start with Lloyd Kabatu about the uh, what about how you feel about the evolution of of fighting games, or maybe where he wants to see it go, as well as Lord King's point as far as microtransactions entering in. Well, microtransactions. I can see microtransactions in terms of, like for example, with with Tekken and Injustice. You have so many costumes that you uh, that you can get with the characters, and also injustice. Even though it does seem shady, I do like the fact that they'll give you a skin that's an entirely different character with uh, with their own different dialogue. So that adds a little bit of flavor to it, and I would actually pay extra for that. So, no doubt, Lord. But in terms of the actual genre, like it really hasn't gotten that different over over the years. Pretty much. They, they, each one has their own uh, their own closed-in system, so mm -hmm. I think more it would be that to expand the the fighting game genre, you would need to go into different ideas. And mm -hmm. I know I'm going to get flack on this, uh -oh. but here it comes. Arms, I'm mm. actually that's actually has been a good renovation because the thing I like what, about what, that what game. What system is Arms on? Look, I forget. <laughs> I think it's Switch. Is it a Switch? Is that first party? I, I forget. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, thanks. No, but let me not. Let me <laughs> not. point, we were discussing that we buy games from first party. No, but let me draw that statement. I will, okay. No, I will give the caveat with it that they needed to have a lot more in that package. But in, the, in terms of I the agree. fighting itself, in terms of the fighting itself, is not just mashing out combos. They actually do have combos if you look into it, but it's more you have to attack, you have to use the right type of punch for the right situation. Also, you're waiting for your opponent, uh, your opponent, and since you're stretching your arms, there's a lot more. Like you have to do a lot more movement to get away with it. It's mm. more about the using the specific moves 
rather than just go banging out a long combo. Okay, I mean, mm -hmm. and the thing is, you know us guys, we play Tekken. We play Tekken more than Street Fighter and those other games. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, Tekken is, has been more towards using the right move for the right situation yeah. rather than just banging out the combos. Yes. Although we, have, we know where Tekken has gone with the juggles, and I'm glad yeah. that they toned it down for Tekken 7. Yeah, it but, got more back to the stand-up fighting as opposed to mm -hmm. so much Okazami, so much comboing, that kind of stuff, So, which is cool. Exactly. Lord, Lord us. Lord Sovereign, what do you feel about the evolution of fighting games and microtransactions and things? Well, the microtransaction stuff, I think it's uh, as long as the base game that you're getting is is fairly feature complete and has a robust amount of, of stuff in it, I think it's fine. I think Street Fighter V they made that mistake where they gave you a very bare bones game and then sort of piecemealed everything off after that. And I think uh, apart from the hardcore, everybody sort of fell off of the game quickly because of that, because there wasn't just enough meat there initially. So I think the microtransactions have to be relegated to like, you know, like costumes and stuff like that, like Lord Kaibatsu said. Um, and 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 characters down the line that makes sense to pay more for characters down the line. But I think the base game has to be pretty feature complete for for people to stick to it initially. Um, Fair enough. And in, and in terms of the uh, the evolution of the genre, I think I think they've taken it in so many different directions. Like Kabatsu said with the with the arms and stuff like that. So I think people approaching fighting games from different perspectives is there and that'll continue to happen. Uh, I, I, I agree with Lord Eric in, in terms of the, the flow style gameplay. I wanna see a way, them incorporating people being able to really let loose with these different styles and games. And I know it's difficult because you, you have to worry about, you know, frames and hit boxes and stuff like that. So all of this stuff has to be incorporated. So it's difficult to make something that flows really smoothly. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that's, that's definitely the future. Um, mm -hmm. One thing that I haven't seen a lot of lately, which I love, is like injuries making during the course of a fight. Yeah. Ultimately, mm. you have to fight. Like if you look back at Bushido Blade and something like that, where you could die. You know, Blade, like, wow. uh, mm -hmm. But you could be injured also. You could be you could you could be hurt and you're gimped, and then that limits the moves that you can do during the course of a match. Um, mm -hmm. I think. The, the UFC games have started to sort of touch on that, obviously, with like the progression of, of, of injuries and how hurt you are during the course of a game and stuff like that. Right. But I think that real adding that realism to a section of fighting games would be very mm -hmm. cool because we don't see enough of that sort of stuff. I want to be able to be hurt in a match and then have to change how I have to fight in order mm -hmm. to see adjust like I like exactly. the course of a real fight. Yeah, exactly. Your point. exactly. That's so that sort of stuff. So nice. hopefully somebody does that sort of stuff. Nice. Lord Attic, we know you are not the head-to-head -head fighting <laughs> game, Young Wolf, but I'm curious on your perspective on uh, fighters and the other. What, 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 what could they do to get you kind of involved in fighting games? Mm. Go back in time and make me play them when I was a kid? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just, like, you know, I, I understand that, that concept behind head-to-head -head fighters, but, like, the way I said, I didn't have I didn't have people to play that kind of the, that genre with, so gotcha, I didn't grow up gotcha. with people playing Fair that enough. genre. So I didn't continue playing that genre. I mean, trust me, people have tried to get me to play that genre, and it's just like, 
No. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a yeah. good point, though. You're making a very valid point. I mean, the, the fighting game culture, you definitely need someone to com- consistently get in there. And I mean, you know, Lord Kaibots, who knows, like, you know, our battles were legendary and Tekken and, 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 and Lord King. Yeah. Steel, I mean, sharp, and steel. Steel, sharp, and steel. We push each other. You know, you come back, you get beat by your boy, you come back, <laughs> you work, try to work on your game. What did you do wrong? What could you do to combat certain moves? So I hear what you're saying. But I guess with you, Lord Attic, another question, real quick, was, um, as far I know you're a big, you actually, you know, trained jujitsu. You actually, you know, did some uh, MMA. So my question, like, what the UFC games didn't really appeal to you neither? You didn't try. I mean, it was it was a cool thing, but you know, as mm-hmm. far as you know, playing them consistently, I didn't really do that either. It's just like Jay like, Bar. Oh, mm-hmm. Jabari's in the chat. Jay Bar, but, what's uh, up, Lord Bari? What's up? It's just. Mm-hmm. It's different playing a video game and actually, you know, like, you know, working out and, you know, training itself. It's completely different. Like, you can't really transition from one to the other, like, and get the same feeling. And, you know, I didn't do it very long. Like, you know, I'm definitely not on, like, you know, Lil Eric's at, by any means whatsoever level. It was just something I did on the side, you know. When, it was mainly a thing that I, I did to, to stay in shape back when I was in my, my early 20s. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm still 25, so I'm still technically my early. He's been <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. I mean, I guess what would be an entry head-to-head fighter? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think there's a while back. Um, there was a game called Rising Thunder that had. It was, See, that sounds too was, much to me, man. Like that. <laughs> that this, <laughs> but the thing about the game was. Yeah, right. The thing about the game was that it was created so that you could basically super moves and stuff like that. Everything was kind of consolidated to one button. So all these crazy combinations mm-hmm. were kind of taken out of the picture and you could focus on the, the actual fighting and learning how to implement these these moves during the game. And then you can you can piecemeal it out afterwards if you want it, if you kind of wanted to make it more difficult for yourself. And actually the game, the company that was making that game got taken over by Riot, the guys who make League of Legends, mm-hmm. and they canceled the game. So that, but from what I saw early on, it looked, it seemed like something that would sort of be able to get people who aren't into fighters, gotcha. into fighters and explain those systems, uh, make them a little easier. What we got to do, we got to get Lord uh, Eric to take, take Lord Addict into the Tekken Dojo. I see some of his videos. I want to stay far away from that. That's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) We got someone you can be. The Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I've actually been watching a lot of videos on it. It looks really good, but actually, the system itself is actually seems very like it's simple, but it has a little bit of depth. I think it's only like three buttons. And mm. plus, uh, I will say, a big anime fan. So I, I think I that might be one thing. That, uh, That's good. My, uh, I got real into Soul Calibur because of Link okay. beating the GameCube what? version. Soul Calibur? Okay, there's oh. hope for the young wolf. Yes, Soul Calibur. Yeah, that was a minute. And I tried Killer Instinct when I first got my Xbox One. Yes. Yeah. Like, some hope. We got we to get him in the dojo. I... I Probably spent more time downloading the game than I played it. <laughs> oh my god! So let me let me finish this topic up. <laughs> I'll uh, answer the question. I mean, great great topic, Lord King. Fighting games, as you know, is near and dear to me. We've been playing them, all the lords. We've been playing them for a long time. You know, Tekken is my heart. Like I'm similar to Lord Eric. And, you know, Virtual Fighter was the one that first captured me graphically. Yeah. But um, when I saw Tekken and just the, the true representation of martial arts and 
and just the, you know, the, the, the limbs, the right punch, left punch, left kick. And I remember seeing Tekken 2 and seeing the counter system and Paul, like, yeah. Alina countered yeah. a move. And I thought that was amazing. Like, you know, and each subsequent version, you know, they added a character that represented a different martial art. So when Tekken 3 came around and I saw Warang and I'm just like, wow, they finally have a kicker. Like I find not that nothing against Beck. You know, Beck was the man and that was Lord King's guy. Yeah, you know, Beck through Dosan. But like Horang <laughs> to me was like the evolution of kicking. And I'm just like, and I'm such a fanboy for kicking. So it was just like, wow, this is truly amazing. So, you know, just to see that the, the, the title still strong and see Tekken still successful at this gate age. I, I got a chance to meet Harada san in, in uh, E3 2015, and he's such a great guy. And, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, you, you have no idea how much this game franchise means to us. Like, we we grew up with this thing and just to see you guys support it and stuff like that. So, and to Lord King's point with the storyline, you know, I think that's very important. Like you said, you know, I, I like to know about the character, you know, their own personal struggles. This Tekken, I was a little disappointed because, um, I, don't get me wrong, the Mishima Saga is great and it had to end and it had to, we had to get a culmination on that. But I felt as a result, the other characters suffered. Like if you play the game with the other characters, you don't get much from a narrative perspective. So I want to see them kind of go back into that with the next Tekken's and then, um, also, after that, like as far as the microtransactions and stuff like that, you know, Tekken Tag had like a lot of suits, a lot of items, Lord Eric. If you remember, like it was a lot of customization, and I don't know, it just felt like Tekken Seven was a little less on that, you know. So I'm a little, little disappointed. Even Tekken Six had a pretty good customization scheme, and yeah. it seems like yeah. Seven they really they sort of um, they sort of what would you say they made everybody sort of the same. Yeah. Yeah, like but Tekken Six and those guys, like they each they had individual customized acts, items that really reflected the character's personality more. I felt exactly, and you know that's interesting too because I think that that's such a huge that's such a huge element now with every game is the ability to personalize your character because yes, playing online and the ability to make your own kind of character, your avatar, your avatar, you want to make yourself. That's why the WWE mm -hmm. games do so well in a, in a, in a yes, that you can make. I mean, I have a friend who started the stunt people with me. He makes all of us every, every single time. And like, <laughs> you know, and, and the, the amount of customization that you can do in the WWE games is incredible. It'd be great mm -hmm. to still do that with, you know, Tekken. Or if Tekken just outsourced that technology to someone else, you know, mm -hmm. import that yeah. creation set into Tekken, that would have been really smart. Oh. Amazing, absolutely, and like I said, I mean, it just like I said, I'm, I'm just glad. I, as much as I'm nitpicking with certain stuff, I am glad that the, the genre is still alive and kicking. It's great to see Street Fighter around. It's great to see Injustice. All these games, you know, I, I there was a period when the fighting game genre went away a little bit, and it's it to me, it's refreshing to see it come back and people still support it. You got my guy, you know, Lord J Barry. He's in the chat. You know, he does competitive tournaments all the time. I try to catch his, his stuff, and it's great to see. I actually catch coming some of the Evos. You know, when I see those guys fighting, you know, they, I mean, obviously they're not athletes, but, <laughs> you know, at the same time, it's really competitive. It's high level play. And then you sit there and realize, like, yeah, as much as I think I'm great, these guys no, are these guys are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it is funny. It is funny how you're in the, in an echo chamber and you think you're hot within a certain group and then you have somebody from outside the group. I don't know. We did it a few times. We brought some Tekken heads over to, to Lord Cognito's house thinking we were like, 
oh, you yeah. know, the best there was, and we just got it handed to us. Well, let, let me say well, this. I got I to I I put my chest out for, for Lord Eric because he's in the building. So I got I to put my chest out right now. I will say this. In my head. <laughs> I, I was I wasn't proud of it in my head. Like I, I put it this way, look, Eric. I used to do we used to do like the Bruce Lee stuff. Like people used to come up, tap their tap your doorstep and challenge you and we go to the arcade. <laughs> I had people from Connecticut, I had people come down. I mean they heard like my harangue was good. And um we would go to the arcade. I'd never forget. Like I would challenge these guys and Lord High knows like I've won my share fair share. Like I, I had a name in those streets for a while. <laughs> You did it at the last E3 with me. I'm not going to lie. When a guy beat me in Tekken and I was like, hold on, let me call my cousin. Hold on a second. Yo, (laughs) I I, 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 I I incognito skipped the line. (laughs) I did play, I don't know if you consider it a fighting game, the Dragon Ball Z uh, Tenkaichu game that was Mm -hmm. for the PS2. I played a lot of it. Mm -hmm. I played a lot of the uh, Naruto Storm games. Yes, that's me and him. That's me and him. That's me and him. Are you talking about the time I beat you? Oh my god. Yo, yo, listen, you got one win. It was four to five, bro. Cut it out. Walk away. I mean, it don't matter. You you, you, wait, time out. You have freestyled on you. One round means I win the whole whole match. You are a veteran in it. You played all their games. I I walked into your world and gave you a fair one. You walked out with a black eye. You got a black eye. It don't matter. You watched the match. No, I listen. That's like you going challenging Lord Eric, and you get you get some matches in. No, you are gonna get knocked out. I and came into your joint, oh and I gave you a black eye. That's all. I and on that note, we're hold the black eye. Just hold that black eye. <laughs> the competitive juices are clearly flowing. <laughs> We can play after this. We got we got to move the show along. We're going a little over. I know Lord, Lord Eric's time is, is valuable, so we got to keep trying to speed through a little bit. So Lord yeah. Attic, we know uh, Cuphead released, so we want to get your um, your impressions and bring that to the round table. The game is crazy. Uh, I, I love it. I can't mm-hmm. stop playing it. Uh, is it sad that I sp- I, I sped home? Because I knew that game was at my house. <laughs> like I, was, I was sitting there driving, and you know, all the time I'm thinking, it's like, I'm going to kill that clown. Like, that clown is done. Like, there's no way that clown lives past this stream. And I had people in my, uh, some people that were in my stream yesterday. They were literally starting to count how many times I was dying. I was like, and then when I killed the clown, I was like, Jason, what's that death count? You can't go any higher, can you? I killed him. <laughs> No doubt. So overall, very pleased, very pleased with Cuphead, I would say right now, Lord Adam. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, one of the biggest cons, and I know that this shouldn't be a con, is like, I feel like I, like, that I ripped them off, like the game was worth more than I paid for it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because it's only $20, man. It's only $20. That, 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 that's a good point. So uh, now, Lord, Lord Eric, now that you've been hearing about this Cuphead game that we've been talking about, would it be something that would be interest you, interest you or... I'm about to check it out, I think, because I love yeah. the old school, like, side scroll. Uh, yeah. Is it a beat em up or whatever it is? Is that what you call it? No, no, more, of a shooter. more of a shooter. Yeah. yeah. And it also has, cou- also has couch like, co-op. It's like a Contra meets Mega Man game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it has a lot of references to Gunstar Heroes, so I'm that bad. would be most like a after way to describe it. A much harder Gunstar Heroes, I would actually say it as. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he said, "Wow, yeah." And, and like I said, the art shout style out. is just—it's like that. Uh, Lord Attic. I'm sorry. You shout out to Lord Smooth, man. This 
This man streams this game, oh, and he has like five streams that's, that has clips on Twitter right now where he finally beat a boss, and he took a giant gulp of coffee too fast. Ooh. Because he beat this boss, <laughs> and he was so excited, the man nearly choked on camera. Then he, oh has, then he has a, a clip where he he, he finally beat um, the, the little blob thing that jumps up. He he yanked up so fast, and he literally ripped out the phone co- uh, the uh the his headset cord that was in his mic, and you could tell the thing like it, it, it had resistance, and then it flew off of his head. I, oh I thought, it was, oh my god! Yeah, and then he had one time, to you. Yeah, then he had one time where he lost so many times, he stomped on the ground so hard he fell out of his chair. <laughs> oh my god! Shout out to Lost, but like like you said, the, the difficulty level. Of Cuphead is definitely one of its, uh, you know, strong points. Just to say, part of part of the part of the job. Real quick, let's speed through. Um, for me, I, like I said, I get a chance to play it last night for the first time. Art style, absolutely amazing. Feels like an old style cartoon. They even have the grainy film work over it. it it's yeah, fantastic. I mean, I literally, when I played the game, Lord Eric, I just smiled all the way through. Like you just, it's just a feel good kind of game, you know. And um, me of, uh, Rayman. Remember that one? Yes. Yes. And you can't really help but to laugh at this game because when you're yeah. fighting the clown, this clown is like, it feels like this clown is, is mocking you the whole time you're yes. fighting. You. But then you're like, okay, it's not mocking me. It's just an idiot. Yeah. Right. It, and then also the classic soundtracks, you know, like the, the music. Everything. Oh, it's just really good, man. It, it really takes you and puts you in an era. And I'm just happy to see the, you know, like guys like Lord Attic, you know, the young generation and, and the, the way it's being promoted. It's a twenty dollar game. And just to see how much people gravitate towards this, it's really cool to see in the community. So that's all I got on it. But I'm gonna let the rest of the Lords chime in before we move on. Yeah, I think for me, it's just the, the fact that when I was younger, I didn't play these games as much because I sucked at them and I didn't have <laughs> I really I didn't have the patience for it. Like Lord Kaibatsu will tell you, Lord Kaibatsu, this is his thing. Like he gets into a zone and he's like a savant for this sort of stuff. Like like yep. indicating like what he said, because he beat the game already. That's just not something I would ever I would get a few bosses in, a few levels in, and that would be it for me. But now like I'm I'm just I don't know, I'm just more willing to play anything and it doesn't bother me that I'll die 30 times and I'll just keep going. It doesn't matter. So um the fact like I said before, like this game is difficult, but it's fair. If you die, it's your fault. It's not mm-hmm. cheap, really, in any way, shape, or form. Um, the art style, the the, the 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 smoothness with which it moves. Like I, I just got my um mm-hmm. my elite controller, and like playing that on the elite controller D pad, like it's absolutely fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Lord Anka said it's got that Fallout music. <laughs> it, <laughs> oh, does. It, it, does. Does. it does. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. It is funny because Lord Eric's have a Bethesda shirt, so it's just funny to see it. <laughs> <laughs> continue, continue, Lord Sal. Morrowind, kid. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I- I'm just glad that it's not one of those games that was overhyped when it first got seen and announced and then didn't live up to it. I think it completely li- lives up to it. Um, the only thing I got so far that I don't like so much is that I don't think the the uh, the run and gun sort of platforming stuff is super great. I prefer the boss rush stuff. Um, yeah. It's good, but it's not it's not great to me. But beyond that, like the, uh, the game is fantastic, and for twenty bucks, like really, like there's no reason any you know if you have access to this on a PC on an Xbox, pick it up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Lord King. I saw your your Twitter feed with the. Uh, 
the, the, the picture of it. But um, my heart when I saw that with Cuphead. When, yeah, man. Sure. When I spoke to the devs at E3 and I got a chance to speak to one of the main cartoonists, um, and his the passion that he had, you know, because he was like close to tears when he was handing out the buttons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, and going into how long it was taken uh, for the game, and would the crowd still be around when the game actually dropped? Because remember, the game was announced a while ago, and we all were anticipating this game coming out, and the realization that I, it was downloading to my system. I looked and I was like, man, I'm going to work right now, but when I come mm-hmm. home. I'm going to touch in my eyes. I'm I'm like half eye cracked. And I said, I just got to touch. I got to, I got to know it's real in my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I took a picture to tweet that out. I was like, ah, I tweet it. It's oh. definitely one of those examples that, you know, uh, the game definitely lost a lot of its hype, but it's one mm-hmm. of those things where like, Sometimes that fire is too hot that you can't just shut the door and close it. Down, <laughs> Once it launched, it was like it don't matter if you said that game. I don't. I don't care about the game anymore. They they turned around real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lord Chris Culver and, and Chief Tommy in the chat. They just talk about the difficulty level. They feel Dark Souls is easier. <laughs> uh, I had a part where. I was on that. Uh, it was the clown, obviously. I was stuck on that clown for like three hours, man. Like, I gotta see this clown. What are you talking about? The, this infamous it, clown. It's like a roller coaster uh, clown where you jump around a clown on a uh, on a roller coaster kind of like amusement park thing. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was at the very end and I saved my super. I hit him for like two rotations, and then I was mm-hmm. so confident I was he he was about to get this L. I jumped mm-hmm. down to his platform, did the mm-hmm. super. And then I got killed, and I was, em- oh. I was emotionally destroyed. I just said, oh, "This did not just happen. This dude is not still that alive." The boss is a, is a heavy multitasker. Like you have to fight the boss while also while watching well, out for the roller coaster that's coming through the screen. Well, back to my experience with the game. Um, <laughs> thanks. I'll get to that. Go. <laughs> anyway, um, so I played the half cracked eyes, and then I said, "Let me get back to it." And when I was loading it up. All my kids was excited that I had the game. I didn't know that it affected them because I showed them, you know, the footage of it at E3 and I showed them, you know, the YouTube streams of the of the game before it was coming out. And that was a while ago. And then I actually got the game and all my kids sat down and watched me play. My son was so eager to actually touch. So we did couch co-op and it's insane that it reaches back to that genre and it can resonate with my son and it can resonate with me. And mm-hmm. I think this is the turning point in Xbox exclusives. I think this actually, this game actually, if marketed correctly, can push them a little bit further because you can't mm-hmm. get this experience anywhere else, but yeah. in one spot. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's a windows play anywhere. So I just downloaded it to my PC right Steam. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, uh, we don't count those guys. Because, um, <laughs> you know, Phil is trying to build the bridge, and I actually think he's going to get that bridge, that bridge built. Um, mm-hmm. But this, this, this is it. This is it, guys. And if, if at least 90% of the people purchase this game, it will validate these guys' hard work. Because I have not heard anybody say anything other than it's a little hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how games are so yeah my experience with the game it was fantastic it is fantastic and i will try to be like lord kabatsu and finish this game because 
he's a gaming guy. Lord Kabatsu, yeah. if yeah, you don't nice know music. his prowess, you know, he sits down, like, and like Lord Sovereign said, he gets in the zone. And for him to finish Cuphead in a day, brother, mm. I challenge any <laughs> of you guys out there that <laughs> chat to mess yeah. with that resume. Yeah, yeah you, guys can, uh, you guys can check the achievement. It's out there. <laughs> yeah, we believe you, Lord Kai. We believe you, Lord Kai. So let's uh, wrap this topic up. I know we're getting a little over on time, and I know Lord Eric, he's got football. a lot of things he's got to do, and also football approaches. So we got two topics left. I want to condense, condense it to one. So um, for now, unfortunately, we're not probably going to do the uh, Destiny 2 faction rallies. Um, just, just, I just wanted to say real quick that my, my, my thing on it was just that it was fun. You know, everyone picking this little ideology in, in Destiny. I thought it was hilarious. You know, the future war cult, the free Wi-Fi, new monarchy, all that. I really stuff. feel like people who pick new monarchy need to have their like head checked. Hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, youngin. <laughs> Delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Watch your mouth, young. That's royalty, Mr. Speaker. But uh, pretty much, I just thought it was a fun thing Destiny did. It was really cool, and uh, we'll definitely get more into that later. But since this is the last topic, we'll, we'll condense this to one more topic, which is the. Uh, of G situation. This this is still not going away. So Lord Sov, this will be our last topic. PUBG, what's going on? Fortnite, what's going on? Talk to me. Well, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> the saga continues with uh with uh Fortnite and Blue Hole and PUBG, and now uh it has finally officially sort of been confirmed that Bluehole is in talks with Sony and PlayStation to bring PUBG to the PlayStation platform. Um, this is something that we assumed was gonna happen anyway at some point, but the way Microsoft uh, spoke about how PUBG was gonna come to their platform first, it was, it was coming to early access on the Xbox, um, and the fact that they're publishing the game on Xbox, and in some of the language also indicated they were just publishing on consoles, period, which wouldn't have made any sense, but it just, the language around it seemed like that. Um, so now it comes out that uh, Bluehole has been in talks with Sony to bring it to PlayStation platforms. And the and shout out to, to Lord Randall, Randall Thor, who had uh, mm -hmm. some comments on this. Um, a lot of the thinking around it is that we don't know how fast it's gonna come to PlayStation platforms. It could be a year, it could be six months, it could be a, a, a few weeks afterwards. Uh, we don't know when it's actually coming to Xbox. Uh, we're assuming it's this year. Um, mm -hmm. We're looking at maybe December is when people are thinking that it will be ready to go on early access. Mm -hmm. But now the question, the question is, how does this affect people's perception of the game on Xbox? Because now, mm -hmm when you, you have a, a basically a confirmation that it's coming to the competing platform. Um, mm -hmm. I don't blame Bluehole for this at all because the fact of the matter is that 60, you know, 60 plus million PlayStations out there, right. it would make no sense not to put this That's game on business. Yeah. business. Mm -hmm. um, but Xbox fans maybe may feel like, well, this was something that they kind of held dear. Like, okay, this, this and Cuphead are the things that we have to look forward to as sort of quote unquote exclusives on our platform this year. Right. And now uh, the longevity of that deal is brought into question. Mm -hmm. And some of the reasons behind this that people are speculating about is the fact that the issue with, um, with Unreal and, mm -hmm. and, and Fortnite bringing this to the forefront, the fact that this issue with um, Fortnite bringing in the Battle Royale mode basically mm -hmm. kind of forcing Blue Hole's hand into right. 
A, finishing the Xbox version as fast as possible so they can have PUBG proper on Xbox consoles as mm-hmm. soon as possible, and also bring a version of PUBG to PlayStation 4 as soon as possible to sort of stave mm-hmm. off this sort of resurgence in Fortnite as a result of them bringing this Battle Royal mode. So to sort of stave off the fact that, you know, what they feel that mm-hmm. that Epic did with Fortnite and, and, and sort of now repopular, bringing more popularity to their game based on the Battle Royal mm-hmm. mode because the game proper before that wasn't about that at all and really didn't have the popularity that it's seeing now with this Battle mm-hmm. Royal mode. So the speculation mm-hmm. is that, yeah, that they, they want to bring this to as many uh, mm-hmm. console gamers as possible before mm-hmm. Fortnite takes off. Um, right. Yeah, to, and, and it, it's an interesting subject. I mean, Lord Anchorman is in the chat right now. He's basically saying that, you know, they Blue Hope said this back in March, and it's not new news, which is which is true. It's not. It, it is. They did say that. How, however, the, the, the issue which I think that Lord Sovereign is bringing, which I also think is, is pertinent, is the fact that right now Fortnite is out there, right? Fortnite's out there, and they have a Battle Royale mode which is kind of what PUBG's claim to fame is. That's what made PUBG what it is, this, this PC sensation, Lord Eric, so to speak. And, um, you know, right now they also work closely with them. You know, they, close, they work closely with Epic, you know, on the engine. So there's kind of a, a, a thinking that it's, they've had the inside track on PUBG and then release that kind of a battle royal mode in their own game, <laughs> which the argument could be made, which I'm hearing on Twitter and in these internet streets, that Fortnite kind of looks like the more polished, better version of the battle royal mode. So Yo, I think no, that's not Fortnite. That's PUBG with building. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, and you have a lot of people because PUBG is still not out yet. It's still you know in revisions and stuff like that. You have a lot of people who are looking at Fortnite now. Like, hey, you know, why why wait? So I can understand now where PUBG's kind of coming from. You know, it's maybe some uh, some underhandedness. They, they're feeling a way about it. And they actually made a statement and you know, talking <laughs> about legal action and all this kind of stuff. So this is definitely interesting. I want to get the Lords on it. I've hopefully been bored Lord Eric to death too much if he's still there. Um, from an ethics standpoint, how does this sound <laughs> to you? That hurt my name? <laughs> <laughs> we may have lost Lord Eric from there. We wait till he comes back. But Lord, Lord Kai, anybody wants? To, oh, there's Lord Eric. He's back. Yeah, if you want, I could start. So, but mm-hmm. basically, I'm on. Uh, uh, what is it? I'm on PUBG's side with this. As soon as I heard mm-hmm. about the Fortnite Battle Royal, I'm looking at this like, first of all, the PUBG is made with Unreal Engine. Yes. Who doesn't know? Who Epic. did they have to talk to about Unreal Engine to get the kinks out and just to work with the system? Mm-hmm. They had to talk to Epic, which means Epic mm-hmm. had to look into PUBG's code. This is mm-hmm. where I felt that they, <laughs> that, hey, the, uh, that they had the thing. It's like, oh, so this is how this code, that this is what they were doing for this. So because they helped and they gave them right to steal the formula. And uh, yeah, and then they put a, then they put it in port. <laughs> and then also, here's the, here's the other argument. What was the original story for Fortnite? 
the original story for Fortnite is that you had aliens coming in from a storm, so it was basically a horde mode, and you build and you uh, and you doing buildings fortifications. And nobody's playing mm. that mode now. Nobody that mm. the game, the game is. But really then it goes to, yeah, <laughs> we're fighting each other on the island, which has nothing to do with the original lore of the game. Real, I'm sorry, real, I'm real quick on this one. <laughs> okay, real quick, let's get Lord Eric. In I just want to get a question. All right, um, have you heard of PUBG in any capacity, Lord Eric? Have you? Okay. The, real quick, the, the synopsis right now, or player known, is just, it's the it's the craze of the internet right now. It's basically what's it, what is it? What did you say, Sovereign? Like it's the Hunger Games in, in a way. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's like the Hunger Games or, or the movie Battle Royale. I, I'm sure maybe thank you. Probably didn't <laughs> watch that movie. Um, so yeah, it's basically uh, people are in everything. Break the premise down to, to Lord Eric so he understands why so, PUBG is a craze it is right now. So the premise of the game it, it's it's a based off of an armor armor three mod or armor two mod. Um, and basically what it does is take the concept of battle royale from like the movie or the Hunger Games, basically where these a hundred people are dropped out of an airplane onto an island, and it's basically the last person standing wins. And what right. they do, what they do is like you can is when you're you're dropped down, you don't have anything, and you have to sal you have to scavenge uh, weapons, you have to scavenge armor, um, and it's it's very tense. And what they purposely do to make it even more tense is that as people die, they condense the playable area. Yes. So they bring you, they forcibly bring you closer and closer yeah. together. Yeah. So the, the map is like constricted, and right. and it gets close. And you, you, if you you have to stay within that zone, to, to, right. like as as it goes on. Um, and it just became uh, again. It, it, it released for like thirty dollars um, mm -hmm. in its original state. It sold something north of thirteen million copies right now. So the fact yeah. that e Xbox was able to secure it uh, to come first to the Xbox platform um, was it was huge. And the fact that's still happening, but the whole PlayStation Four thing brings into question how long that exclusivity is going to exist. And now this thing with Fortnite, with the people who provide the engine for PUBG. Um, where they have taken their game and added a battle royale mode to it that's essentially identical and promoted it as and a promoted PUBG it. mode. They actually right. said the, the title, which the developers from PUBG felt a way about. They made a statement, whatever, and they were like they felt uncomfortable, you know, because of that, you know. So, from an ethics standpoint, do you see where they're going with it, or do you feel like, hey, all fair and love and war? This is gaming. What happens happens. Whoever has the better game has the better game. So what I'm what I'm gathering is that uh, there's a company that used that engine, they made a game, and then the company that made the engine made a game that competed against that game. Well, kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, my phone's about to die here, so I hope I don't. That's okay. We, I know we got to let you go soon. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it sounds like your typical sort of corporate, uh, corporate secrecy tricks, corporate spying <laughs> tricks. And um, unfortunately, that's, it seems like that's like the name of the game when you're in, uh, when you're in the corporate world, when you want to play with the big boys like that. That's probably what happens. I don't know if there's any kind of like legality behind it. So <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to comment. Hey, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, like I said, if your phone drops and you got to go, we totally understand, Lord. I know we, we got you for a while, but um, and we just finished this thing up real quick. Lord King, Lord um, Addict, and Lord Kai. I mean, I mean, Kai's went already, but uh, Lord King, let's get you in on this real quick. I know you kind of commented. <laughs> My thing is, hey, man, it's all fair. Yo, you should know if you got something popping and the, the other guys is making a game at the same time, it's only human nature that they're going to look over and say, hey, let's use that. Now, 
the shady part comes in is the fact that I'm the provider of this engine for your game. All right, mm -hmm. so what? You dragged your feet, bros. Get out of the preview program. Get out of this crap and get your game out. So these guys is going to get their game out before you, and they're going to sell it at full retail, and then you're going to look like the copycat. So this mm -hmm. might help Lord King out with this whole segment. That I'm going to get a full release because they got to beat it to the streets, baby. Which is why that's going to happen is that they're going to beat the actual game preview and release the game preview quicker. They're not doing the full version quicker. There you go. Thank you very much. I think it puts you in the worst position. <laughs> I, listen, I, I don't care how it goes as long as we get the game. I do want to say real quick before uh, you know, Lord X phone dies. And, uh, if it does die, yeah. we appreciate you coming on the, the, the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, it was definitely a nice, uh, nice addition. You know, I haven't been real active this because you know the whole the whole fighting genre and stuff is a little above me. I don't relate to it a whole, whole lot, but I do appreciate you coming on. Mm -hmm. uh, and when it comes to the whole Fortnite thing, if I was PUBG, I would be so furious. It's not even yeah. funny. Like, like the thing is, is like I don't even think it's the fact that there's a copycat out there. I think it's the fact that someone that they invited into their studio that they <laughs> licensed. <laughs> It's like, yo, you know, it's, it's yo. like, it's like, it's like they, they, they were helping them. And then they, yeah. they, they're sitting there, they were texting someone back at home. Like, yo, this is how they do this. <laughs> 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 but that, it's the truth. It's the, because that's the thing. If it had been anybody else to come out before them with a yeah. copycat, then you understand. But these are the in-house guys that know these everything that they're doing. It, it, it's that, pretty that, much that like too it's pretty much like having like some of your key developers leave and make a new one. Yeah. And they're paying royalties to Epic. Yeah, tough, <laughs> yeah that's the, that's what makes it worse. They're paying royalties for an engine that the engine provider jacked their ideal and got it out on the biggest. <laughs> <system> <laughs> So they're paying yeah. to have, have ideals stolen from them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And now as a result, I mean, uh, we, we hear now that, you know, I mean, not that we hear now, but we know that there may be more incentive now for, for the devs of PUBG and Blue Hole to, to get it out on PS4 and multiple platforms and get it out as soon as possible to yeah. kind of, you know, get, put the finger in the dam before if, if Fortnite. Get it the takes preview out. program out as soon as possible. Get it yeah. off for the preview and just ship it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, we're running out of time. We're running low on, on, on Lord Eric's phone. So we're going to wrap yeah. this thing up on a little out. bit earlier. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, so we can go. give our thanks so, to him. Yeah. So, um, real, like I said, thanks, Lord Eric, for coming through, man. We really appreciate you. You know, um, just can you get the, uh, the fans and everybody to know where they can find you and uh, and anything out in social media and stuff like that? Yeah, you can uh, you know, check me out on Facebook. Just look up uh, the Eric Jacobus. Facebook.com/slash the Eric Jacobus, and then um, easy to find on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Stunt People. Mm -hmm. um, you can also just search my name on YouTube. Easy to find. And then my uh, Twitter handle is at uh, Eric Jacobus. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I would surprise everyone. If you want to see this bare limits of what the human body can compose and do shit, it's this <laughs> yes. YouTube channel. This is the man. <laughs> like I said, Lord some Eric. of the stuff he'd be doing, I'll be like, dude, I think I'd have to like cut a leg off to do that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stump, stump people, y'all in the chat, they asking. Yeah, stump people is the YouTube channel. Please, please check that out. But absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming through and spending some time. I know we had to go over. 
Yeah, and, and we just love what you're doing out there. Continue to do what you're doing. I'm going to get a hold of Harada personally. We're getting you in Tekken 8. I don't care what Oni said. <laughs> I'm speaking of who I got to speak to. We're going to yeah, make it. cap character. The real official character. Not that model exactly. he, He's going to be that character that you click. And it's like, okay, every stunt move, this dude's like, choose his fighting style. <laughs> no, I want him to be a new character with his yep. face so he can get promoted. Yep. Him. Real life, GK, with Jen. All right, let's do these outros, guys. Lord Arg, Gaming Addict, Lord Arg, where, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, you know, game, uh, Gaming Addict. I've been streaming Cuphead a little bit. Uh, for the most part, it's been entertaining. People have been really trolling me because uh, apparently I don't know how to platform. But it's 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 whatever. To be fair, their 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 criticism are justified because I'm telling you that clown dude had me gone, like gone, <laughs> gone. But uh, I beat him this morning. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, gaming uh, gaming You can find me on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Room to kill. I've been still trying to change that to gaming addict, but as we can see, PlayStation won't let you change your gamer tag. And some dude that made an account six years ago that has like 30 gamers yeah, score has gaming added. I'm so, speak to uh, a bar and these guys about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I do appreciate all, all you guys coming through. Like I said, I appreciate uh, Lord Eric for uh, coming through again. It's definitely mm-hmm. nice to have a uh, you know different perspective on the podcast that just doesn't just do gaming. Uh, exactly. So yeah, that's all. Cool. Lord Sovereign, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Lord Sive ILP on Twitter. And... Appearing online these days. <laughs> oh, barely. I know they can find me. They can actually find me. Um, BX Sovereign on PSN and uh, Xbox Live. And once again, yeah, thank you to Lord Eric for coming through, man. We appreciate the insights, man. Absolutely, Lord King. Where can I find people find you? Well, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the usual places. Uh, PlayStation Network is Xbox 360 Lover 01. Add me. Uh, <laughs> not not fanboy trolling at all. <laughs> yeah. Lord Eric, it's been an honor having you on today. You truly don't understand how much you have impacted us. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. Lord Cognito has been after this interview for a while. And I am <laughs> so happy and, and proud that he was able to secure it and you got on and you're a great guy and it was it, it's fantastic thank you so much for showing up yes sir thank you that was a pleasure lord kaibatsu channel five's own where can and, we find you well you can find me looking around doing my thing on twitter at at lord kaibatsu on xbox mm-hmm. live you can find me at lord kaibatsu two words and I do have a PlayStation Network account, BX Kaiser. Although whether I use that, that's a different story. <laughs> um, I actually want to no thank Lord Jacobus. I prefer to usually be on the sidelines, like doing the chat with the guys, with the guys. But I had to get onto this podcast because the thing about Jacobus I love is that he's bringing, keeping te- Tekken alive with his videos. Yes. Like just love that hat. And plus, to yeah. all the all the people who listen to the Iron Lord podcast. This is one of the pillars, martial arts and Tekken. Mm-hmm. That's the, one of the pillars of why we do Channel 5, why we do the Same. Iron Lord podcast. So Thanks. if you really want to know how our OG status is, it's because of this. Yep. Yeah, King brought it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course, Lord Cognito here. 
you know, spreading that game and goodness on the ILP, telling you what you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Again, thanks to Lord Eric Jacobus for coming through. Absolute pleasure to have this guy on. And um, like I said, please hit that like and subscribe to ILP and all the Inner Circle Network media outlets, including YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. Of course, the amazing Tick GN Patreon is up. It's been revised. The link is in the description. Please check that out. All the support really helps the Lord is in much, much appreciated. Thanks again, Lord Eric Jacobus. And um, on that note, we're going to end the show. Peace. Okay. Okay. Thank you all.